Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, the web editor here at CI. And today I have something interesting to share with you. It's kind of hot off the presses, except in this case, the presses just means the NSCA Business and Leadership Conference, because on today's episode of AV Plus, I'm sharing a clip from one of the many interesting conversations had at that event. And they all revolve around business, right? Be it AV integration businesses or just running a better business in general. That's a huge part of what the BLC is all about. And next week on the podcast, we'll hear more from our editors who went to the event this year. But this week, they've sent me a clip from a talk given by Jeff Colvin about the future of work in the face of ever-evolving technology. Now, I know you probably hear that and you already have a few thoughts about what this guy is going to say in a talk like this. He's going to make overgeneralizations about millennials and robots being very scary and all those kinds of, you know, postmodern cliches. But given that this guy wrote a book called Humans Are Underrated, I could understand why you'd assume that. But I assure you his point of view in this clip is much better than what I thought it might be when I first heard about it. I wanted to play this specific clip today because in it, Jeff challenges some of the stereotypes surrounding people who work in technology and places them at a threshold of importance that we at CI think is really spot on. So I won't ramble on any further about it. Here's Jeff Colvin at the NSCA BLC 2020. We'll have more specific coverage of that event on next week's show. You know, a lot of people are saying as technology advances, it's going to take over all jobs. We're going to have millions of people who can't work. Mass unemployment. I don't believe that. I think that we will find work to do. But some of it will be high value work, and some of it will be low value work. I was really struck by this when I was listening to and talking with the CIO, the Chief Information Officer of one of the world's largest retailers. This is a guy who hires hundreds of coders every week. Here's what he said. What I most need now are people who are empathetic and collaborative. It's exactly what we were just talking about. I couldn't believe it. And he's talking about hiring coders. He went further. He said, I can't have a great IT architect who has to be locked in a room. Well, we almost thought the coders were the people you could lock in a room, right? You figure if there's anybody who doesn't need human skills, it's the people who sit at the keyboard and write code all day. No. He says no. Even a great person at that who is not empathetic and collaborative is going to be a low-value worker. A magic happens face-to-face like this. This is a photo from a study that was done. Two people looking at each other, and if you look closely, you can see they both are wearing something on their head, which is covered with sensors, and it measures electricity in the brain. So they are facing each other, you can see they're only two feet apart, and having a conversation. When this happens, the same parts of their brains light up at the same time. They're in sync. When we talk about the wonderful feeling of being in sync with someone else, it's actually not a metaphor. It is a literal truth. The brains are in sync. It happens face to face like this. And not like this. Same people. Two feet apart. Same conversation. 
But now they're back to that. The synchronization disappeared. The magic doesn't happen. It is deeper than we realize. When we are talking in person, face to face, the pupils of our eyes dilate and constrict in sympathy with one another. We have no idea that it's happening. We don't consciously realize it. But deep inside, our brains know it's happening, and the researchers say it builds trust between us. When we talk in person, face to face, we unconsciously mimic each other's posture. We mimic each other's gestures. We mimic each other's tone of voice. We're not consciously aware that any of it is happening. But it is. And all of it is building trust. Why are we here? Why are we here? Why did hundreds of people, busy people whose time is valuable, come here to be sitting in this room together this morning? Another really interesting finding about these deep human skills. On average, who's better at discerning what others are feeling and thinking and responding in some appropriate way. Who's better, men or women? <coughs> Who's better, the irritable boss or Oprah? <laughs> you get one guess, okay? There's a lot of research on this, but do we really need the research? Don't we all know from life experience that on average, women are better than men at these skills? Now, that's on average. It doesn't mean that every woman is necessarily better than every man at these skills. That would not be correct. And it's also true that both men and women can get better at these skills. And that's important because people often wonder, uh, the new high-value skills that I'm talking about, are they skills or traits? In other words, are they skills, which are things you can learn, or are they traits, things that you're born with? Because we all would say, oh, so-and-so is a natural people person. Are they skills or are they traits? Well, the answer is very clear. They are skills that can be trained. You and your team can and must get better at them. But how? Well, there are now a number of organizations training these skills. As I said, the U.S. military does an incredible job. This is Fort Irwin in California, where the Army has built several simulated villages, Iraqi and Afghan villages, and filled them with hundreds of role players who are native speakers of the appropriate languages, and given them scenarios to play out. And then they bring in service members who have not been told what the scenarios are, and put them through these very high-fidelity simulations. They used to use Fort Irwin for simulating tank battles with the Soviets. Now they use Fort Irwin for training skills of human interaction because the military has concluded that that's the key to mission success in today's world. They do an incredible job. Next steps for leaders. Based on all. Above all, run toward the human issues at the foundations of problems. Okay. 
this is so important, and I put it number one for this reason. Most of us have a tendency to try to avoid these issues. We all know that the real problems in most companies are community. The technology usually works. If it doesn't work, it can be fixed. The real problems, the deepest ones, are always the human issues. And we have a strong tendency to run away from them. They're difficult. They're uncomfortable. People would rather avoid them. We can't do it anymore. We have to run toward the human issues. And then we have to be candid in talking about them. At a lot of companies, it is not culturally okay to be candid in talking about the human issues. And that can't last. Okay. It just can't last. And if you start talking candidly about them in a place where that is not culturally okay, people freak out. Okay? It's going to happen, but it has to happen. Defend the new culture ferociously. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the exact same story from different people in different industries. People in an airline, people in heavy manufacturing, people in healthcare, they've all told me the same story. They've got somebody who's good delivering the number, but who violates the norms of the culture. If you've got the culture you want, the odds are that when people apply for a job at your company, it's because they've heard about that culture and they want to be in it. It's a place they want to work. If you hire them and the first person they meet is the guy who doesn't meet the norms of the culture, they're going to think they were lied to. They were going to think they're going to think it's all fraud. The culture isn't real. And all these people have told me the same thing. You try to help that person and get them on board, but if they won't do it,